Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirem and Dafyomi. We are in the middle of a discussion of analyzing the relationship between Hakama, Akiyum Haneder, and Farat Haneder um, in the Darim Daf Samach Tet Amur Aleph. Ba'irava, yesh she'ela behekem o en she'ela behekem. You have to remember that the uh, basis of the answer that we gave two podcasts ago to the need for the last clause in our Mishnah, is a scenario in which one of the partners, the father or the or the fiancé, was mekayim the neder after his partner was mefer his half, uh, as it were, and then subsequently the one who was mekayim the neder then retracted his kiyum, uh, and the Mishnah was teaching us that then both of them have to go back and do another hafara. Uh, so Rava's question really attacks that premise. Uh, can a hakama be retracted? Now, Imtim Silomar, if you want to say that Yeshelabahekem, an important uh, point to make is that the Rambam has a general approach to the forking of questions known as imtim silomar. Is A the case or B the case? If B is the case, then B1 or B2, etc. The Rambam understands that that means the Gemara accepted B as the halacha. So, and the Rambam rules that way. So that means here, can a kiyum haneder be retracted? And then the next attempt, uh, next uh, fork is, if you want to say that there is retraction, that means that there is retraction. Not all Rishonim agree with that, that's the Rambam's take. Now, does that mean you can retract the hafara or not retract the hafara? Toshma, so let's see, Damar Biochanan, Nishalin al Hekem, and Nishalin al Hefer. The Chacham may, uh, uh, t- may address a request to have a Kiumaned uh, retracted, but not to have a Hafara uh, retracted. So the question has been answered in, uh, immediately, and that is that the first question is answered in the affirmative, and the second in the negative. Uh, by Rabba. So now Rabba asked the following. Kayim lechi, kayim lechi. Let's say a man, uh, whether the father or the husband, uh, is, and now we're not uh, discussing the issue of the overlapping thing, which is the theme of our parak now, Ramurasa, just as anybody who is in the position to be Mekayim and Neder, does a double kiyum. Amen, amen. Good Neder, good Neder. And then he says, you know, that first time I said it, I didn't really mean it, I regret it, etc., and he hasn't retracted, based on the idea that we've already said that you can be Shoalala Heket. Mahu, question is, what's the status of the second Kiyum? Is the second Kiyum nothing? Because when you said Kayim Lechi the first time, your second Kayim Lechi was a meaningless statement, because to be Makayim and Neder, that's already Makuyim, is meaningless. Therefore, you might say that that's just gibberish, and therefore, when you retract the first Kiyum, there's nothing else left. Or do you say that the second kiyum is something that exists in theory, it has no current um, anchoring, and therefore it floats, as it were, and the minute that you retract the first kiyum, the second kiyum comes home to roost. So let's see. Toshma Damarava, Imishal Rishona, Shniachalalav. Rava said very simply, if you do two kiyumim, and you then retract the first, the second one takes effect. Alright, so those two questions, we immediately, two and a half questions, we immediately answered, and we have solutions for them. Bari Rabba. Now this gets more intricate. Kayim Lechi, the man says 
to his wife, the father says to his daughter, I mekayim the neder, umufarlechi, and I am then retracting, which normally wouldn't be meaningless, v'lotechol hakoma elamkein chalahafara. However, the kiyum will only take effect if the hafara can take effect. So in other words, I am uh, declaring A, and then I am declaring the opposite of A, which normally would be meaningless because A carries the day. But then I'm also saying that A will not take effect unless not A takes effect. So therefore, what's the status? Do we say, and we have one of three possibilities. Possibility one is that everything he said works, and therefore the neder is really retracted, is repudiated. The hafara kicks in. Do we say that that everything he said is meaningless? It's gibberish. It uh, it's a uh, a a, a uh, self contradicting loop, and therefore there's nothing. Or do we say that the first thing he said, which is the kiyum, is valid, and all everything else he said with his conditions is meaningless, and now we have a nedamakuyam? What's the status, Mahu? So we're going to go to a different world for a moment, and that's the world of Tamura. So a brief introduction to Tamura is in order, and that will help us solve what's going on here. If a person has a behema, which is hekdesh, kedushat haguf, meaning it itself is going to be brought on the Mizbeach for a particular purpose, and for some reason he wants to uh, switch the identity of that korban for another animal, uh, which is an Isser Doraita, it's at the very end of Sefer Vayikra, Lo Yachlifenov Lo Yemeroto, the, the Isser of Hamara. Nonetheless, the Tumura is valid, of course, discussion which takes up the beginning of Masachat Tumura, and all the details are in, in Masachat Tumura. Uh, however, the, in some cases, the Tumura will be, although a violation, will be valid enough that it itself is brought on the Mizbeach. When it is, when it isn't, that's discussed in the Masachat. However, what happens if a person has in front of him a Korban Ola and a Korban Shlamim? And then he has, brings a, th- a third animal, which would be valid for either. Uh, meaning this is an animal that could be brought as a shlomim or as an ola. And he points to the animal and he says, Harezu tmurat ola. And then he changes his mind. He says, Harezu tmurat shlomim. What do we do with that? So here we go. Toshma yipulkta rabmeir rabiosi. It's a machlok rabmeir rabiosi. It's none. This is a mishnah in tmurat. Harezu tmurat ola tmurat shlomim. Notice, he said it as one sentence. Harezu tmurat ola tmurat shlomim. Now, what did he really mean by that? Evidently, he meant, I want to take this new animal and have it be a combination of these two, which means effectively he's making Kedushas Domim and saying that this animal should be half an Ola, half a Shlomim, which, of course, it can't be brought that way, so it would then be sold and half the money would go to each fund. So, Harezu Tumurat Ola, the Vira Meir said it doesn't matter. We accept the first thing he said, Harezu Tumurat Ola, and once you've said that, it is Tumurat Ola, whatever you say afterwards is gibberish. Rabbi Yossi says, if that's what he really had in mind, to make it a combo, then, since it is physically impossible to simultaneously say Ola and Shlamim, therefore it works. In other words, since you clearly wanted to say Ola Shlamim in the same breath, but you couldn't, and you said Tumurat Ola, Tumurat Shlamim, and that's what you intended, it works. Which means, according to Rabbi Yossi, when you make a self-contradictory statement that ultimately could be resolved by having all things be accepted, um, um, then we accept it. Rameyer says, no, we follow the first thing you said. But, 
Question is, would Reb Meir's opinion work in our case of Kayim Lechi, Umufar Lechi, Velotechul Akamel, and Kena Kamafara, where you tied the first statement to the second, made the first statement's success contingent on the second, on the success of the second statement. So, Fila Rameir Lokamar, even Rameir himself, didn't say that we ignored the second statement. Except in a case where he didn't make that contingent. In other words, he didn't say, and it will not be a Tumartola unless Tumartola works. He didn't say that. He just said Tumartola, Tumartola. So, Rameir says, the minute you said Tumartola, bingo, it's an Ola. The rest you say is not good. But here, where you made the success of the second sta- of the first statement contingent on the success of the second statement, even Rameir admits that the hafara works, which means now, according to everybody, if you say kaim lechi umufar lechi the netter is mufar. It's gone through some weird momentary kium that uh, that uh, doesn't mean much. Now, boy, Raba. Next question he asks. So so far, all of our questions have been answered. Question number one, Shaila uh, Bahekem. Yes. Question number two, Shaila Bahefer. No. Question number three, double kium. First kium is retracted. Second kium does come down reversed. Fourth question. Uh, when you make a kium and the hafara, and the kium is dependent on the hafara's success. We conclude that everyone would agree that all of that works. Now, by Rabbah, Rabbah asked the following. He says to her, I am being Mekayim and being made for the netter. Perhaps he wants to express to her, and this we might have to say about the, the case just before this. He wants to express for her the fact that perhaps he, in theory, thinks it's a good netter, but in practice he wants to give her a break and be made for it, or perhaps in theory he wants to chastise her for taking a diamond, it, but he wants to get off the hook. For whatever reason, he's doing both things. Or he's nuts. In any case, He says to her, I am being Mekayim and being made for the neder simultaneously. Mahu. So what do we do with that? Rabbah said a general rule about declarations. Any declaration which cannot work in sequence, meaning the second declaration cannot undo the first, if you make them simultaneously, they also don't work, meaning the statement's meaningless. So that when somebody says, he said nothing. He just doubled the double knockout, and the whole statement loses any validity. So again, we've got an answer to Rabbah's question, and that is that a self-contradictory Kaimu Mufar cancels itself out, and he said nothing. Now, we get a series of questions having to do with impl- the implication, uh, the inference that we will draw from what a person doesn't say, or the way that a person says it, and what we will do with that. Bari Rabba, Kaim Lechi Hayom Mahu. What if he says, I'm being Makaim the Neder for today? Should we infer that what he's saying is, and tomorrow, as far as tomorrow goes, tomorrow and on, I'm being made for it, meaning I'm Makaim it for a day. A woman said, I'm not going to have any wine. She says, okay, for a day I'm, I'm Makaim that Neder. Good, for a day you'll avoid wine. Does the, do we understand then that he's also implying that he's Mefer as of tomorrow? Or do we say, look, he didn't say Mefer. There's no, there's no Afar. Now, so if you want to say, well, he didn't say it, so there's nothing there. What if we have the inverse? What if he says to her, she says, I won't have any wine, for instance. He says, okay, I'm Mefer as of tomorrow. 
What do we do with that? Do we say maybe tomorrow we can't be Mayfair? Because after all, the Hakimelanidreyom, because by implication it was Makaima for a day. And remember, if he doesn't isn't Mayfair on the day that he hears about the uh, of the Ned there, then he can no longer be Mayfair. Or perhaps because of the way he said it. He didn't say to her, I'm a Kaima today and may for tomorrow. Maybe what he means by saying I'm may for tomorrow means I'm may for tomorrow as of today. Meaning, I'm doing the Hafara today, but it's only going to take effect tomorrow. Today, you should avoid the wine. How do we interpret it? And again, we, we go to come to another fork. So if you want to say that in such a case, since he said, I may for it for tomorrow, that we would consider Mequim for today, and therefore uh, he cannot, he, the, when he comes tomorrow, there's a Kiyum sitting there, he can't knock it out. What if he says, What if he says, I'm being Mequimit for an hour? Now an hour is very different than a day, because you can wait an hour or two or three or four or five after hearing of a netter before being made for it, but not a day. So what if he says, I'm being Mekayimit for an hour? For an hour, avoid wine. So should we then infer that his statement, I'm being Mekayimit for an hour, means, and after an hour, I'm being made for it. We'll go back to square one and say, but he didn't actually say those words. And again, if you want to follow that fork, which is the fact he didn't say those words, means there is no hafara built in. What if he does say it? What if he says, I'm Mekayimit for an hour? And then an hour later he says, I'm made for it. Does that have far work? Do we say that once he was Mekayim the Neder, it's too late? Or you might argue that since he has the whole day to Mekayim or Mefer, that I might think that if after an hour he says, I'm made for the Neder, that that works because he's still within the, within the bounds. Because after all, when he was Mekayim, he says, I'm Mekayim for an hour. Which is as if to say, in an hour we'll talk about it again. In an hour he says, I'm made for it. That should be a good afar, perhaps. Toshma, let's see if we can solve the last one. A Mishnah in Nazir, Perak Dalit. Harani Nazira, a woman says, Harani Nazira. Vishama ba'alav yamar va'ani. Her husband hears it and says va'ani, meaning he is tethering himself to her nether and himself is becoming a Nazir. Ain yachol afer. He can't be made for the nether. Why can't he be made for the nether? We assume the reason is because by by being made for the neder and making her a non-nazira, he's also making himself a non-nazir, and he, of course, cannot be removed via the the mechanism of hafara. But we're, but the the gemara here sees it a little differently, and it sees that the reason he can't be made for is because when he said va'ani, that's a confirmation of her nazirut. Maybe when he said Vani meant I'm going to be a Nazir too. But her statement is meaning he by saying Vani he was confirming her statement and the reality of it long enough to hitch a ride on it as a Nazir for himself. But when he's made for that means that his original Vani was only temporary. Meaning in the meantime your statement is good enough that I can hitch a ride but then I'm going to reject, reject it. So it should be that an hour later he could be made for it. So isn't it because once he was Mekayimit, even for a minute, that's already a Kiyum and you can't be made for it anymore? 
It's not the same question that we had at the beginning of this this podcast about Shayla Behekem. He's not doing Shayla Behekem. He's ignoring the Hakama and just blowing past it and doing it for it. The answer is that the Tan in that Mishnah maintains that whenever you say Vani, that doesn't mean I'm supporting your statement for the for the moment as a vehicle for me to latch onto for my own azirut. Vani is an implication of saying I totally confirm your your neder. And as a result of that, uh, we say that here he is not saying Kaim L'Sha'ah, but Kaim forever. Once it Kaim forever, you certainly can't turn around and do a Hafara. You can't say, I'm a Kaim Yuned there in Toto, and then an hour later say, forget, forget it, I'm being Mayfair. That, won't, that certainly won't work. Which means we have not solved any of the last problems of the implication um, uh, by way of saying uh, for today, for tomorrow, for an hour, second hour, what if I say Kayim L'Sha'a and an hour later I say Mayfair, whether it works, we haven't proven any of those things, but take a look at the selection from the Rambam that I have at the bottom of the page and you will see how the Rambam rules in all of these cases. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.